This is the Mindfulness and Productivity Systems Podcast with Dr. Serene Sharif. This is a space where we explore how mindfulness, productivity systems, and our thoughts create the magic in our life. I'm here to help and support you if you are struggling with overwhelm and burnout, and you're looking for tools to take control of your time, mind, energy, and productivity. I'm your host, Dr. Serene Sharif, and I am a general surgeon, medical educator, mom to three wonderful children, and wife, which were all instrumental in my journey to be a productivity and burnout coach. I'm excited to share my tools and unique framework to build a community so no one has to go through this alone, empowering each other to find our way out of burnout and overwhelm. We will explore how my mindfulness and productivity systems framework can help you combine the energy of mindfulness with the scientific principles of habit building and your unique systems of productivity. My framework is designed to help you find clarity, design your dream life, and create your transformation. We'll discuss how to overcome limiting beliefs and obstacles that are standing in the way of your dream life, as well as how to create and sustain your new habits in a way that will allow you to finally ditch your willpower and motivation struggles and have more time and energy to live your best life. This is episode number 64. I hope the last episode helped you connect to what fear means for you. How is it showing up in your life? What are the fears that you were trying to avoid and therefore not making progress in your life? What are the fears that when you finally faced actually turned out to be not as big a deal as you thought? And how can you connect from a space of abundance and joy so that fear is just another factor in the journey? And as we complete the first six months of 2022, really, this is the perfect time for us to explore how the goals and dreams we had explored at the beginning of the year has been progressing. It's a perfect time to reflect on our journey over the last six months and decide intentionally what is it that you want to create in the next six months. Today, we are going to learn what it means to create our time intentionally. So as we start talking about life by design and really creating the blueprint for what we want our dream life to be, one of the things that I want to share with you is an amazing resource for anyone interested to explore this further. And that is the book, Designing Your Life by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. So when I first had discovered this book a few years ago, I found the concept really revolutionary. So here are two Stanford University professors and Silicon Valley innovators who are design thinkers. And they believed that if you can design a prototype, a machine, a program, a project using design principles, why is it not possible for us to use the design principles to create positive changes in human lives. How is it possible for a human to be essentially recreated, if you will, with using design principles? So I'll be sharing some thoughts from this book, Designing Your Life, as well as really referring back to some of the steps that I had shared in my Life by Design podcast from January, 2022. So I hope you're ready to figure out what is it that you want and how can we design and build a life that has meaning, that has purpose, that is aligned with our values and beliefs. And then I'm going to share a few steps 
few action steps on what you can do to actually create this in the next six months. So let's talk about the five mindsets that Bill Burnett and Dave Evans had shared in their book on how to get started in this journey. So as you are figuring out, maybe you know what you want, but if you don't, that's totally okay. There are many mindset shifts that you can explore to support you. So number one is curiosity. And I have shared the importance of curiosity with you before, but it really helps to open your imagination, to let go of some of the limiting beliefs and the buts that we create in our life. Yeah, that looks fun, but yeah, that looks good for someone else, but not for me. Yeah, I've always liked this, but right, where is but holding you back? What if you just asked yourself questions with no limits. What would it look like if this summer I took a day off during the week? I know immediately the thoughts come rushing in of all the reasons why you can't do it. That's normal. That's our brain. I want you to ask with curiosity, what would it look like followed by whatever, whatever you want to try. This is how I created so many changes in my life. Just by being curious and saying, what would it be like? How might I try this? Mindset shift number two, try things, even if you don't know. I've shared before that action creates clarity. Action allows you to decide, is this truly even something that you want? My lifelong dream was to own a bookshop combo with a bake shop. I wanted to sell cakes and cupcakes and cookies and have it connected to a bookshop, two things that I love. And I thought, okay, this is what I'm going to do when I retire. This is my dream. So I had the opportunity a few years ago to bake in a professional capacity. Capacity, meaning me and a few of my friends, we baked and we sold the, the baked goods to coffee shops and we did some catering and I thought, this is so amazing. I love it. And then, and then came day number two and day number three. The first time I saw my baked products sitting in the glass enclosed windows at one of my favorite coffee shops, it was a dream come true. But then what I realized is I don't actually enjoy baking professionally. It took a few weeks and months for me to really face this because it was my dream for so long. I didn't want to give it up, but I did this and I'm like, I don't really want to do this. And many reasons I'm not going to get into it, but I would never have known all my life. This would have been the ideal that I aspired to. And it was only by taking action. It was only by trying it that I realized I love baking and I love baking for fun. I am not into baking professionally. That is no no longer my retirement plan. That is no longer my dream. And I would never have known that without actually taking action. Mindset shift number three is to use reframing as a way to explore the problems that you see in your life, the beliefs that you have in your life to see what could be different about this. Again, applying that curiosity, understanding what is the actual problem that is keeping you stuck. And a lot of times when I coach people on this, when I talk to people on this, what I found is that when they actually write it down, okay, this is my problem. This is the belief that is making it hard for me to find a solution. Or they may even believe that there is no solution. This is it. This is the problem that is the end of my dream. But by being curious, by reframing it, by looking at it from all different angles, it allows us to see what seems to be this roadblock, this obstacle is just a bump. 
how can we go around it? How can we change our perspective so that we can find solutions that will work for us? And I promise you, there are always solutions. It may be something that you don't want to do. And then you get to acknowledge, okay, yes, I could do this, but I don't want to. And it allows us to figure out what are the things that I do want to do that I'm willing to do that could work for me? Or is this not a problem any longer? Because now it's something that I'm willing to acknowledge and accept. Mindset shift number four is to know that it is a process, that there are going to be ups and downs. The wisdom that you seek is within you. And the journey is really just finding it. It is just exploring what's going to work. That failure is okay. That failure is part of learning. That fear is going to show up and nothing has gone wrong. And mindset shift number five is to ask for help. A principle of design thinking is radical collaboration. What a beautiful way for us to remember that as humans, we were never meant to do this alone. We have always been living in communities and groups because we were meant to work together, to get involved, to share our journey, to have an accountability partner, and to ask for help from our mentors, our coaches, our community leaders, our loved ones. And also know that all of this wisdom is for us to process and decide how is that going to fit for us? Okay. We don't have to take all of what people are telling us, right? We get to make sense of it. However, it works out in our life. And then we get to pass it along. And that's part of what this podcast has been for me is to share with all of you what I have learned along the way. Because when I started, when I was in the depths of burnout and feeling alone and feeling shame and feeling like, okay, I am the only person, right? I didn't know that there's this community out there for me to help me. And I'm so grateful for it. And so I want all of you to remember that as well, that you are not alone, that you never have to do this alone. There is a community out there waiting for you. You are welcome to join my private Facebook group where we talk about all of this and more. And the link is in the show notes. Now let's talk about the steps of how you design your life. I'm going to first share the steps from the book, Designing Your Life, because I think that there's quite a few valuable lessons to be learned there. And then I am going to just do a quick summary of some of the things that I have shared in the past, my own perspective and tools that I have learned along the way, just to add to the mix. And you get to choose what is going to work best for you. So from the book, step one is to start where you are, to acknowledge what is actually going on right now in your life? And again, this is the perfect time to do that reflection. So when you look at your life and you look at each of these areas, work, play, love, health, and finances, where do you feel you are between zero to 10? Okay. 10 is your ideal. You love it. And zero is that area really needs more of your attention. Now in the book, they really just talk about work, play, love, and health, but finances was something that's come up in a lot of the other resources that I'd read. So I thought it was good to add it on. So as you reflect on these five areas of your life, where do you feel you are right now in truth? Maybe it's not where you want to be and that's okay, but where are you? Because until we know where we are, until we can be honest about that, it's really hard to figure out where we want to go. So when you look at work, do you feel like you're living your full authentic life here? Do you feel like you are productive and contributing exactly what what you want to and what does it mean to do more 
what would that take? Play are things that bring you joy when you're doing it, right? Do you feel like you have enough play in your life? Love, they define it as the people and relationships in your life. And I'd like to just add on to that. Also self-love. Do you feel like you are connected to yourself? Do you love yourself? Are you giving to yourself? And what are your other relationships like? Health. This includes your mind, body, and soul. And finances really refers back to financial freedom, which is the freedom to live life in a way that is meaningful for you without feeling constrained and worried that your finances are going to suffer or that you don't have enough money for that or you can't pay your bills, et cetera. Financial freedom means is that you are living in a way that is true for you and not because you feel like you have to due to financial constraints. So as you explore that, where are you right now? Because step number two is to build your compass and find your direction. Where do you want to go? And this is the part that they talk about what is meaningful for you? What do you believe in? What is your life vision? What are the things that gives you joy, that energizes you, that you love to do? Really exploring your life vision, values, and purpose. Step number three is to get unstuck and to uncover new alternatives. So getting stuck, procrastinating, overwhelm, these are all things that all of us experience, especially when we are exploring a transition, change. And the philosophies of design thinking that they have shared is number one, more is better, meaning just put down all the ideas. A lot of times we feel like, okay, I have to decide what's the best idea. And therefore our brain is scrambling to find this perfect idea and comes up with nothing. Instead, if you said, okay, we're just going to put down a whole bunch of ideas and then we're going to try them. There's no judgment and there's no perfection. We don't have to come up with one perfect idea. All are worthy of trials. Now, because as we discussed earlier, action creates clarity. How are we going to know without actually taking action. One of the tools that they shared is something that I love called mind mapping. And mind mapping essentially is you take a sheet of paper. This might even be something that you've done as a kid, right? Take a piece of paper and you scribble. You brainstorm a variety of thoughts. You just write them all down. You see where they're connected. And as you create this mind map, then you are going to find things that stand out for you. And this is how you move out of the problem solving thinking, which is, okay, what's the solution? What's, what do I do next? And you move into design thinking, which is what can I imagine? And really the space is just a brainstorm. There is no hurry, right? There is no judgment. It is just connecting to that inner wisdom and being curious, allowing our mind to show us ideas that we weren't even aware of because we're allowing the free flow of thought. You might even use a few different colors of pen or crayons or markers. Just explore what this could be. Step number four is to design your life path. When you look at the next six months, a year, the next five years or 20 years, and you imagine if everything worked out, if all my dreams came true, what would my life look like? What are the things that might unfold? Now, you know that in your journey, there are going to be many things that aren't going to unfold the way that you want it to. There are going to be options. There are going to be crossroads that we come to, that we might make 
different choices? And what if you did take the road to the right or the road to the left, or even create your own path that doesn't even exist? So create some alternative paths as well. Now, of course, we always want to be in alignment with our life vision, values, and purpose. We want to connect to what brings us joy, energy, and excitement. And we want to look at what are the options. So let's look at this for the next six months. Are there decisions in front of you, whether it is your job, your love life, your health, play, finances? I want you to write down what this decision actually will mean for you. Writing it down helps you clarify what is the actual question? What is the actual decision that you have to make? And then I want you to brainstorm, right? Using that mind map that we were talking about. I want you to brainstorm all of the options. What would it mean if we were to choose plan A versus plan C? What are all of those different options? And after brainstorming, maybe you came up with six or seven ideas, right? I want you to pick what are the three that are most in alignment with your life, with your goals, with your energy and your excitement and what brings you joy. Now, which of these are going to get you further in your overall life vision? Like where you want to be in five years and 10 years, which of these is going to bring you closer to that? And this is truly a way for us to explore the ideas that we brainstormed and then design a plan around it. Step number five, creating a prototype. Now, most people outside of design thinking probably don't think in terms of prototypes. I actually had to look it up and see what does that even mean? But prototyping is the process of testing your chosen life path, whatever you're going to do, whatever you've decided you want to do. It's a way to validate it. It's a way for us to explore. Is this truly what you want? I guess like how I did the professional baking exploration prototype. I didn't think it was a prototype, but it allowed me to dip my toes in and say, this is truly what I want to do. So think about the idea that you chose, the design plan that you've made around it. Now, how can you explore this further? Are there people who are doing this right now? Maybe you can go talk to them. What are the resources out there that we can use to experience this, to dip our toes, to try it? And we may find that as we explore the prototype number one, that maybe prototype number two or three is actually going to work better. And because you already have three that are available to you, right? There's no failure in trying the first one. And if it doesn't work, it's totally fine. This is how we get to make our decision, which is step number six. So the design process is you gather ideas, you narrow your list to three possible alternatives, you choose a prototype, you test it out, and then you choose what you want to do. No regrets, no doubts, right? Doubting whether we are really making the right decision, et cetera. Like that doesn't help us, but there are so many things that you've explored along the way that gives you the wisdom to make this choice. And as I've shared before, in the words of my mentor, James Wedmore, you will either get the results that you want or the lesson that you needed and nothing is wasted, right? Nothing has gone wrong when we live authentically, when we choose with intention and love. Don't choose because you're afraid what will happen if you don't do it. Choose because that is truly what you want in your life. And at the end of the day, remember that this is our journey to write it. We get to design it and we get to choose which 
future self me who's out there out of all the future selves me that is out there who do I want to be who do I want to grow up into now how can I be that person now how can I show up as future self serene from December 31st 2022 today based on what I'm creating and what I have intentionally chosen If you want to know more about designing your life based on design principles, then I highly recommend that you read the book by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. Now, I want to share a few design principles that I have acquired over time. And I also want to talk to you about now that you've designed it, right? What do you do next? What are your action steps? If you want more details on any of what I'm talking about next, I encourage you to go listen to Life by Design from January 2022. I will really just be hitting the highlights today. Now that we understand that design principles can actually be helpful to apply and create the results that we want to see. Let's talk about what it means to create that blueprint, that foundation from which you take action, from which you can live your life consciously, intentionally, and authentically. In my blueprints program, what I coach and teach people is there's a seven-step process by which you design your life, create that blueprint, and then you take it to that next step of action and exploration. A few of these things are going to connect to the design principles that I already shared, but they are important. So I really want to highlight them again. So step one is building clarity on what your values and vision are. What is important to you? What do you want your life to include? What do you want your life to look like in 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years? And although morbid, right? What do you want people to remember you by when you die? What do you want your legacy to be? This is a space that also can benefit from some mind mapping, some exploration, no judgment, just curiosity, love, belief that whatever you think of, it's coming to you from your own inner wisdom. And it is true. Step two is to practice mindfulness. And I'm going to share the nine attitudinal elements of mindfulness as described by John Kabat-Zinn, the founder of mindfulness-based stress reduction, because this is truly the way to design and create your daily mindfulness practice. And it includes being non-judgmental, acceptance, patience, a beginner's mind. A beginner's mind connects a lot to the curiosity, by the way. Trust, non-striving, letting go, gratitude, generosity. Each of these elements adds depth and breath to our lives. The impact of gratitude on our health, mind, body, and soul is well-researched. All of this works. This is not just an idea. This is part of how we create meaning and connection and purpose. Generosity, acceptance, all of these elements allow us to show up from a space of love and abundance, connected to ourselves, connecting to other humans being present in our own lives. And that's an incredible gift right there. I also want to add one more thing right here as a tool that is life-changing, and that is journaling. Journaling is one of those tools that we all think, oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea, but I'll do it later. And the reality is actually we need it right now. Journaling allows us to process our feelings. Journaling allows us to explore our thoughts. Journaling actually allows us to connect to our subconscious conscious in a way that you might never have imagined before. So I want you to explore 
even with just a one-liner. For people who have never done journaling or they aren't quite sure, I have found guided journaling has been effective in helping them get started. And the three questions that I encourage you to journal on, number one, what are you grateful for today? Number two, what is something that happened today that was hard, that was a challenge, an obstacle? And how can you give yourself compassion and love in accepting this? And number three, what is the one thing you want to focus on for tomorrow? This can be part of your evening journaling routine. It really takes five minutes or less. And it allows you to connect to so many elements, mindfulness, intention, focus, compassion, love, gratitude, all of these elements in one simple exercise. I want you to try this and tell me what kind of changes is this simple journaling technique creating in your life. Now, step number three is to create healthy boundaries with love. And we talk a lot about boundaries. And yet our to-do list, our calendar is full of expectations from very many people. A few episodes ago, I talked about the to-do list and how that all works out. And we haven't quite explored the topic of boundaries. I do have a podcast episode on boundaries coming up soon so we can explore what does it mean and how do we do it? But I want you to just think for yourself, if we are busy living our life based on everyone else's expectations, how can we create the time to live our own life by design, create our own blueprint to make our dreams come true? Time is neutral but time is fixed. There is only 24 hours in a day, 168 hours in a week. We all have the same amount of time. And when we are intentional with how we use our time, there are some boundaries that we need to explore and establish. And we can do this with love for ourselves and for others. Step number four is building awareness and understanding on your energy flow and focus. And what I mean by that is we all know there are some things that just fills our cup, even if we haven't slept, even if we haven't had breakfast or lunch or whatever meals that day, we just feel so full of energy and excitement and passion. And then there are some things that we just feel depleted by emotionally, mentally, physically. What are those things in your life? Do you know when you're feeling depleted? Are you building awareness around that? Are there people in your life or activities? in your life that are completely depleting you, that makes you feel exhausted just dealing with it, that makes you feel irritable and frustrated when you are done with that activity. I want you to build awareness and ultimately you get to decide, are there things about that you want to keep? Or is this something that we're going to need to, again, go back to those boundaries and say, yeah, I'm just not going to be doing this anymore. Step number five is to own our story. It's important to know that as we design our intentional, authentic life, as we start taking steps to make this dream a reality, it's important to explore all of the ways that this is truly us. It's my story and not what someone else wants for me and not what I think I should do, not what I believe this is what good looks like, or this is what would be perfect, but maybe not really me. We as humans are imperfect. And that's actually how we're designed to be. That is our unique superpower. Now we don't have to know all the 
the answers. We can just take it one step at a time and work through it. But it's important that we're not writing what someone else is telling us is our life. It doesn't matter what someone else thinks I'm good at if I don't like it. If that is not what is actually making me get up in the morning with a spark in my eyes and a bounce in my step, right? That is important. What we think, believe, want is truly important. And that is how we get to step into our future selves from a place of love and abundance. Number six and number seven is taking all of the things that we have been designing and creating and putting it into action. As we've been designing our blueprint, designing our dream life, we've been taking action. We've been exploring, being curious, all of the elements that we've discussed so far. And it's allowed us to continue to find our way forward. But the next two steps are really key in the action process. So number six is connecting your vision, your story with words and visualizations. This is where we build a vision board, affirmations, and actually break it down even more to look at what are the steps that gets you from plan A, right? Goal A, however you've written it down and connecting it to that future self, that future vision that you have. Step number seven is to take all that you have built and breaking it down into nano habits. Nano habits are the small habit changes that you add to your life layer by layer so that your results what you want to see is truly inevitable. Now, we'll be exploring more on habits next month. That's a question I get asked quite frequently. How do you build habits? What does it mean? What are the steps, et cetera? So we're going to get into all of that, but I want to share with you why I believe habits and especially nano habits are the way to make your dreams come true. So imagine this, Okay. Start of the year. This is something we commonly hear, right? Like we're going to eat healthy. We're going to exercise. We're going to connect with our loved ones and do extra work and work on that promotion and write that book and keep our house clean and all of the crazy things that we promised that we're going to do. And then day two, day three, day 10, whatever. At some point, we're going to go back to our old habits, our habitual patterns of thinking, of feeling, and of doing. This is how we have lived our life until now. Now they may be intentional. Most of the time they're not intentional. Making a change is not really as simple as snapping our fingers. We can't just say, I'm going to make five changes in my life when I've been doing it this particular way. I'm going to just change it all and just think it's going to happen. That's why so many of us struggle with this whole new year resolution thing. It doesn't work, but you know what does work? Small, incremental changes in our habits over time, they create a routine, a habit pattern that allows us to make sustainable, long-lasting changes. So for instance, if your dream result is that you want to write a book, then creating a small habit change of writing for two minutes a day, every day will help you get there. Now you're not going to write a book tomorrow, but you are going to write a book. When you build your identity around these small habit changes, 
when you build your life design around these small habit changes. It creates ease in your life because you don't have to make decisions every day. You don't have to decide, am I going to write today or not? No, you are because that's who you are. You're a writer and you write two minutes every day. You're not going to have to decide, am I going to eat healthy today? Am I going to work out today? No, that's just who you are. And this is just what you do. So I want you to stay tuned for next month where we really explore what are habits, how do they show up in our lives, and how can we design and implement habit changes in a way that makes sense, in a way that allows that life by design, right, that you are going to work on this week, that life by design blueprint that you are creating, how can we make that come true? and create the results that you want to see in your life. Now, if you are ready to design and create your dream life, if you want to create something different than what you've been seeing, but you aren't quite sure how to get started, then join me in this journey today. There are so many ways for you to connect with me and for me to help you. You can join my private Facebook group where I support women who are experiencing overwhelm and burnout to really connect to themselves, to design their dream life, to create clarity and live with intention and authenticity. And if you want to take it even deeper and really apply this to your life, if you're tired of being in the same place every day, having the same problems, not understanding or not knowing how to create that change, then I invite you to set up a time and talk to me. You can schedule a call with me. You can find all of this information on the show notes and we can explore together what this means to your unique set of needs. If you're ready to take your life to the next level, then I invite you to explore this because the truth is nothing changes if nothing changes. For all those listening, thank you for joining us today. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend or two. I would so appreciate that. I would love to hear from you. If you have a story to share about burnout or overwhelm, please reach out to me so we can continue to build this community so no one has to go through burnout and overwhelm alone. You can reach out to me at my website, serenitywellnessmd.com or Mindfulness and Productivity Systems Facebook page or at Serenity Wellness MD on Instagram. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice. Tune in for the next episode coming to you every Thursday morning. Goodbye for now.